honestly, I mean, they're one of the best fans in DMV. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy C Marty Fit, and we back here with another episode of the Less Bunches More Crunches podcast. It's currently Mother's Day. Um, I took my mom out yesterday. I just came from her house. Uh, you know, we chopped it up, spent some good time together, had a great Mother's Day. So shout out to all the moms that watch the show, train with me, support, buy gear. One shout out for the moms. And with all that being said, man, let's hop into the episode. So um, today I will be reacting, but I'm going to start off with a story and an excuse from one of my clients because I share real life situations with y'all because I use real life experience to come to my conclusions and facts and a few of the opinions that I like to, you know, put on y'all on this show sometimes. But anyway, so last week, one of my new clients, she's been with me for two or three weeks. Uh, she does have a BBL, so I will commend her for getting in the gym, listening to her doctor, trying to get some fat off of her body. So I'm going to give her her props, but at the same time, sorry, Shorty, you made the podcast with that stunt you pulled the other day. Anyway, um, I'm having trouble getting her to eat clean, eat consistently throughout the day, eat frequently throughout the day. So, um, you know, she's the type, she'd be on Twitter criticizing people's plates because she'd been in the gym for a couple weeks or she'd be talking about all the money she spent. I'm like, look, take that money you spend, all the designer you be talking about on Twitter, buy some meal preps. Instacart, grocery shopping, go cook something. You got to get your eating right. So she was like, hey, um, I'm, I'm going to go to the smoothie spot after the workout. And I'm like, look, you need to focus on eating healthy meals, healthy foods, foods with nutrients. And I had said something like, look, if it ain't from the earth, don't eat it. <laughs> something like that. Like most of, your, most of the things you eat, 80, 85% of the things you eat need to be from the earth. And she was like, well broccoli's man-made and that's on your meal plan i said hold up you sitting here complaining about broccoli but you you trying to get most of your nutrients from the smoothie spot you sitting here complaining about a vegetable oh man listen i went off on her for about five minutes so um you know i, was, I, I just basically telling her you need to get it together so she says to me well Everyone doesn't have good genetics like you. <laughs> genetics? I said, shorty. <laughs> Listen. So today we're going to be talking about genetics. And I'm going to get into the conversation I've had with her and multiple clients about this whole genetics issue. Because people love to blame obesity and being fat on genetics. <laughs> and I ain't got time for that because honestly. Use your common sense. Is really common sense. Does genetics play a factor? Of course. But that's not the sole reason you're fat. So let's get to the show. <laughs> sorry, sorry for the long-winded story, but let's get to the show, man. This is a this is my opinion. It's a little factual too, and I'm gonna show you the articles I found to, to support my facts a little later in the episode. There's only two times where I believe genetics come into play. Well, number one. Skinny people who eat whatever they want and they aren't active and they just don't gain weight, they don't get fat. Right? Genetics play a factor there for sure. And we're going to, like I said, I have an article that's going to talk about it in a second. Number two, endomorphs. 
who lose body fat and still maintain a thick muscular shape, right? You do all this work in the gym, you eat clean, and you still kind of have a thicker or muscular body than most people who do the same stuff that you do. That's where genetics come into play, okay? Now, back to Shorty, my client. She don't understand that, number one, when my habits are terrible, I see the changes on my body, right? Even with my mom. I've seen it on my mom. I've seen my mom gain weight. I've seen myself gain weight. That's what's triggered me into fitness. I hit a depression phase where I was drinking alcohol, eating whatever I want. I stopped working out for a couple months, like consistently. You know, I would be going to the gym doing some bullshit because I worked at the gym when I worked front desk. But I saw my body change and I was like, yo, I got to get this shit together, right? And then with my family, I mentioned it before in a couple podcasts ago. When I go to family reunions, when I go to family functions, I am the fittest person there, right? It's not a freaking family function with all these fit people walking around. I have plenty overweight aunts, uncles, cousins, nephew, niece. I have plenty of them. Plenty. Okay? So you, we can use that genetics bullshit, but... Majority of fit people have overweight people in their family. And whether it's grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, we have overweight people in our family. Very rarely do you see someone with just a full fit family. That does not happen, right? Another thing I can't stand about the genetics conversation. How you bringing up genetics when you're comparing your bad habit having ass to somebody who has great habits? I'm like, shorty, I'm in the gym six days a week. I'm eating clean. I'm meal prepping. That has nothing to do with genetics. I say no to friends. I say no to alcohol at times. I say no to sweets. And you got no discipline, no self-control, no knowledge, and you're going to tell me it's genetics? Get out of here with that bullshit. Nope. I ain't got time for that, man. It's It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. People hate to look in the mirror and really look at those habits. Take uh, take a journal, write down everything that you eat. And I take down everything that I eat. And let's compare. And let's see if genetics play a factor when we compare them journals. Nope. I don't think so. Nope. All right. The truth is you're not holding yourself accountable. You're not being honest with yourself. A lot of times with my clients, they're not coachable. I have a client who, unfortunately, obviously I'm not going to say her name. Unfortunately, she's been training with me for a while and I've seen her weight gain over the past year. I looked at a video of her from last May. It's currently May 2023. I looked at her video from May 2022 and compared it to May 2023. She's significantly bigger. And a lot of times people don't realize like, yeah, you can be in the gym working out, doing whatever you want. But when you're strength training, when you're building muscle, if you don't eat clean with that, you're going to build muscle on top of fat and build new fat. You know, unfortunately, when you build muscle, there's new fat that comes with that. That's why you have to eat clean to, to, to shred it, right? And I see Shorty, and I, I try to get her on meal plans. I, I, I try to motivate her, and she's... She's just not the most coachable person, even when it comes to her form. This 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 same girl was we I wanted to do lateral raises. If you watch me on YouTube, you can see me doing lateral raises. 
she was doing reverse flies. She hunched over, and I said, hey, 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 stand up, stand up, stand up. I told her to stand up about three times. Instead of standing up, she went and finished the reverse flies. like, I already did 10. I'll do it on the next set. And it's like, that mindset, the fact that you can't even realize, oh, I did it wrong. Let me correct myself. And I know I told her the correct exercise. But the fact that you have that mindset, you're definitely not going to be able to follow a meal plan or be coachable in another area of fitness, right? Just wasting money. I'm a collected though because I got to pay bills and I'm training. Is how I, <laughs> that's how I survive right now. But there's going to be a day where I don't have to de- take those type of clients and depend on training to pay my bills to support myself. The day is coming. I work my ass off, so I don't have to deal with it. But it's the truth. Another another thing, not only coachable, you lack the knowledge, right? You don't know what you're doing. You don't have the work ethic, right? You're not giving 100% to fitness. You're missing your alarm. You're not waking up for your workout. And that's what kills me, bro, with the work ethic part. You will miss your alarm for workouts, but when it's time to catch a flight for vacation... And get up at 6 in the morning for vacation. You ain't missing that. So you got the ability to wake up. When it's something that you value. Because you value that vacation. But you don't value your workouts. You don't value that. Nope. You have the ability to do it in other areas. Another thing. I was talking to somebody about this. We're, we, we know how to be consistent. Human beings know how to be consistent. We be consistent with all the bullshit. All the bullshit. We be consistent with the alcohol. Smoking hookah. We be consistent with eating bullshit. We be consistent with having a negative mindset. You consistent with lying to your trainer. But you can't be consistent with the things that's going to help you. That's going to help you improve. Right? And I'm naming all these things that lead to the weight gain. Lead to the fat gain. Lead to obesity. And we're doing all this and want to blame genetics, right? Consistent with everything but fitness. All right? Another thing, too, man. We're going to check out some quick articles. Um, I found one from the CDC. So let's check it out. So just general facts about gaining weight and obesity. Achieving and maintaining a healthy weight includes healthy eating, Physical activity, optimal sleep, and stress reduction. Several other factors may affect weight gain. But the, the four that were just mentioned are things I talk about on this podcast all the time. I just talked about it last week with the fellas. We're not getting sleep. Like These are things that I always talk about. Healthy eating features a variety of healthy foods. Fad diets may promise fast results, but such diets limit your nutritional intake, can be unhealthy, and tend to fail in the long run. And see, this is what kills me. I talk about this, and people be like, yeah, it's your opinion. Where are you, where are you getting your social... This is the CDC. This is the CDC. Literally, I say this every week, and people still don't want to listen. And here's the CDC saying the same things that I say. How much physical activity you need depends partly on whether you are trying to maintain your weight or lose weight. 
Walking is often a good way to add more physical activity to your lifestyle. It is. I just commented back to somebody today talking about walking. <laughs> they they were under the impression that I'm telling people to be, you know, high-level Olympic CrossFit athletes. Like, no, nah, I'm just saying get active. That's it. Walking is a great start. And if you're an old if you're older, this is what I was talking about to somebody earlier. If you're older, walking is great exercise. If you think the gym is too much lifting weights, walking is a great start, or it's just if that's just what you want to do, that's fine for the older age people. Managing your weight contributes to good health. And I'm sorry, managing your weight contributes to good health now and as you age. In contrast, people who have obesity compared to those with a healthy weight are at increased risk for many serious diseases and health conditions. Bruh. <laughs> so this is I'm glad we're reading this because this is gonna the video I'm reacting to it leads right into that. Now when uh when that thing just said what did this article just say? Um for uh increasing see examples of programs that can help da, da, da. so under this had a little tab for genetics. That's what we're talking about, genetics. And this is still the CDC site. Genetics can directly cause obesity and specific disorders, such as uh, Bardet Beetle Syndrome and Prater Willi Syndrome. I don't even know what that is. And when people be telling me about genetics, they ain't talking about them syndromes. <laughs> However, genes do not always predict future health. Genes and behavior may both be needed for a person to be overweight. In some cases, multiple genes may increase one's susceptibility for obesity and require outside factors such as abundant food supply or little physical activity. Y'all eating too much and not moving your bodies. That's what the CDC said, bruh. Come on, come on, man. Come on, bruh. People act like I don't know what I'm talking about, man. Crazy, dog. Just, man. Like, I, I can't even explain how many times I had this conversation with people. The CDC is literally backing up everything that I say. This is an article from Harvard. The calorie equation. The balance of calories stored and burned depends on your genetic makeup, your level of physical activity, and your resting energy expenditure, the, the number of calories your body burns while at rest. If you consistently burn all of those calories that you consume in the course of a day, you will maintain your weight. If you consume more energy calories than you expend, you will gain weight. Eating more than you freaking burn. And you want to blame genetics. Your grandmother ain't make you eat more than you burn. That's not what happened. It didn't happen like that. Excess calories are stored throughout your body as fat. Eating too many carbs. Fried foods, alcohol. I was just telling somebody, alcohol, you eat, you drink something. A drink is 300, 400 calories. They talking about they had five drinks. You had your <laughs> the amount of food I want you to eat in a day. You exceeded that in three drinks, four drinks. You want to blame genetics? Come on, come on, people. Simple math, simple math. Your body stores this fat within specialized fat cells, adipose tissue. Either by enlarging fat cells, which are always present in the body, or creating more of them. If you decrease your food intake and consume fewer calories than you burn up, or if you exercise more and burn up more calories, your body will reduce some of your fat stores. When this happens, fat cells shrink along with your waistline. <laughs>
Listen, man. Got to stop blaming genetics. You got to find a way to get in the gym, burn more calories than you're consuming, right? You might need to consume significantly less or or you, you might have started to consume less. You might have started eating cleaner. You probably got to burn more. I got another client. She got to leave at, she gets there at 5 a.m. She has to leave at 6 for work. Understandable, right? If you got to leave at 6, we have to do as much as we can. You can't come in talking, putting on your gloves all slow. You can't come in bullshitting on the cardio like, no, you got to burn. I'm trying to help you burn calories because for some reason, they don't want to do anything on the weekend outside of my sessions. And <laughs> I told you, I'm starting to get away from them clients who are not coachable, but I ain't got time. I just got rid of some bullshit clients. So it's, it's starting to get better, but I'm trying to work with the people that I have because I love them. All right. Moving on, we got this girl again talking about losing weight is fat phobic. So I got to break this down and cook her again. Um, and it's a lot of people with this mindset, man. They, they really look at you like you're the villain if you encourage people to lose weight or you want to lose weight. They really got a problem with it. So let's check out this bullshit that Shorty got to talk about. I'm going to say 99.9% .9 of the times, if you are intentionally losing weight, it is fat phobic. I'm leaving that point little 0.1% in case i am truly truly wrong but i don't think i am and here's the reason why i'm not saying if you exercise and happen to lose weight that that is fat phobic i'm not saying if you start a medication and you happen to lose weight that is fat phobic i am not saying that if you're going through any type of you know illness and that is altering your body in some way, that that is fat phobic. I'm saying when you are intentionally exercising to lose weight, altering your diet to lose weight, doing any activity intentionally to lose weight is fat phobic. And the reason why is because you are intentionally attempting to make your body smaller to fit into what narrative? The narrative that smaller is healthier even though we've already discussed why that's not true i know there was another comment on this video that said something along the lines of when i'm lighter i don't have as many issues with my mobility and that may be a correlation but it doesn't necessarily mean that extra weight is a causation it's all right um, I had to cut her off. I'm not listening to all that bullshit. I don't have time for that. But if you happen to run across a video like this or someone with this message or a similar message, they are telling you some straight bullshit. Don't listen to it. Get on your grind. Get in the gym. There's always an issue when people want to improve. You want to do better. People got a problem with it. And... When you intentionally want to lose weight and you take the steps to lose weight, you're going to offend people who want to stay in the same spot. You're going to be very misunderstood by them and you can't let that affect you. All right. You're going to offend them. This is someone who's cool with where she wants to be and she's not willing to put the work in 
to get to a, a body that she truly desires. I'm telling you, I've been around these type of women for years, and I'm telling you that's what it is. It's, it's facts, right? It's insane to say someone has a phobia of fat people or being fat because they want to decrease toxins in their body, decrease the chance of disease, feel better, move better, have more energy, fit clothing better, and have more confidence. These are all positive qualities. None of these qualities mention talking bad about fat people, talking bad about people who want to stay fat, talking bad about people who are comfortable and complacent. None of that. All these are positive qualities that will improve someone's life, mentally and physically. Come, come on, man. One time for your boy. One, 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 one time for your boy. And she mentioned that... Um, being smaller isn't healthy. Is doesn't necessarily mean healthier. And of course, everyone that's smaller is not healthier. There have been, you know, I just mentioned how genetics play a factor. There are people who are smaller with different genetics. They smoke hookah. They smoke cigarettes. They eat trash. They're not active. Of course, they're not healthier than maybe someone who's larger that's in the gym. But that's never the argument. Nobody ever argues. Oh, they're skinny, so they're healthy. Like, nobody argues that. Nobody argues that. If, and any criticism is, is someone who... who uh, any criticism of a, an obese person is someone who's not active and who has issues. Or they want to be smaller. They want to be fitter. They want to be healthier. That's where the criticism is. But nobody's telling you to be just, just skinny and not healthy. That's never the argument. And... You know, there's no doubt that if you accumulated fat over the years, you're not in your healthiest state. So I, it, it's crazy to me how, like, I had a girl, you know, last year, she, and it's, bruh, nothing against the girl. She She's a cool girl. Like, she's my friend. Ain't going to work as her trainer. Not I'm not the trainer for her. She was, She's around 280 pounds, scared to step on the scale. And she told me, the doctor said I'm healthy. The doctor didn't tell me I had any issues. Nope. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't care what the... I'm not a doctor. I don't care what the doctor told you. There's no way at 280... 280... That you just 280 pounds are healthy. And a woman at that. Nope. I'm not believing it. Sorry. But they'll try to convince you that they're healthy because they haven't had, you know, a uh, heart attack or anything like that. And this is very unfortunate, man. So, and this lady specifically, man, she's a trainer. So, you know, and I've mentioned on this podcast a couple times that this, this is this is very detrimental to the fitness industry. Not only do we have the liars, right? Not only do we have the, the people selling fad diets and all of these gimmicks and these gadgets that's supposed to help people that ain't doing shit for people as soon as they stop they're going to gain the weight back even the cdc just said it on the article i just read they mentioned it on the cdc so i'm not just pulling shit out my out, out my head and making it up and saying it right not only do we have that not only do we have this steroid use one of my favorite content creators he's a business and fitness content creator just came out and admitted that he uses TRT, testosterone replacement. And I'm, I'm so disappointed, man. Like, I, I'm, I mean, I'm happy he's being honest, but I'm just, 
I'm so disappointed, man. But we got the steroid use. We got trainers like this spewing out this bullshit. And people going to believe it. You go to her comments, there's going to be people like, yes, girl, I know. Da, 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 da. I feel like I feel the same way. I just want to. <laughs> Crazy, man. And this is just making people worse. It's making people worse. Uh, it's very unfortunate. And that's why I do what I do. Put the real stuff out there. That's why people love me. <laughs> and this is why some people hate me. Some people hate to hear the truth. Some people love to hear the truth. I'm not going to stop telling the truth. You know what I mean? So look. Genetics are not the reason you fat. Do they play a factor? Yes. They play a factor if you eat whatever you want and you're not active. They play a factor if you're trying to build muscle and it's harder for you to build muscle. Yeah, genetics play a factor. But you just been eating whatever you want for the past decade, sitting on your ass, don't blame genetics. Evaluate your habits. Be honest with yourself. Get the knowledge. Ask. Hire a trainer. If there's trainers at your gym, ask. Most trainers, if you ask them a question, they're probably going to answer it for free. Use Google, use YouTube, use TikTok. Get the knowledge. Remember, you know how to be consistent. You just don't know how to be consistent with the things that are important for your goal. You're consistent with the bullshit. You can figure out how to be consistent with the things that are going to be beneficial to your goals. Be careful who you listen to. Don't listen to people like this. Anybody that's trying to keep you fat... Oh, girl, it's all right. You look good. You still get get dudes. You can still get that girl. Don't listen to it. If, if you look in the mirror or you wake up and you don't feel like you're supposed to be this weight, you're supposed to have this amount of fat on your body, take the steps, take the action, do what you need to do to change it. All right? And listen, man. See Marty Fit. Thank you for watching another episode of the Less Brunches, More Crunches podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe. Shoot me a video. Let me know what video you want me to do next. If I suck, let me know. If you think I'm dumb and you want to comment and leave a comment down there telling me how stupid I am, feel free. Just be prepared that I'm going to be in them comments right back at you with the facts. All right? So, I will catch y'all on the next episode. See y'all soon. We out. Honestly. I mean, they're one of the best fans in DMV.